0: The best way <laughs> Oh shit to make a podcast oh, I don't want to I'm bored I don't want to go on. You
1: can't, you have to yeah. Listeners want more content every week no, It's we're, relentless
0: We're like uh, two cows being milked for content
1: I can't milk a cow every day
0: No Day's dry. Or every Wednesday even so, how about that? <laughs> how about that blockchain and AI? Am I oh, right? are we not doing CSS first? Well, Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how about that CSS?
0: Yeah, how is it?
1: No, Actually, we need to talk about what we've been doing. Yeah, the we been last, doing? Look, we've got to talk about CSS, AI, blockchain, all the important stuff. But job first titles. of all, job titles, game development, we've got a big episode. But first of all, first we need of to all. talk about what we've been doing for the past week. Been, it's been very exciting. It's been we're, very dynamic, let's we're, say. We're on the path to become a zero
0: Affiliate. App partner? partner. App partner, that's right. Sorry, app we partner. don't want to say the wrong words. We've got their logo
1: on our website now.
0: That's right. They forced us to.
1: Until they hear this podcast and when they'll revoke...
0: I <laughs> don't think anyone knows show. what our actual name is. So,
1: Oh, good. Yeah. I'll just look at who comes on the zero market. What's on your LinkedIn?
0: Just change your LinkedIn. Nothing's on my change, LinkedIn. Yeah, perfect. All
1: right, great. Actually, we'll have to come back to LinkedIn because... I don't know if I'd be able to get a job anymore after this. Well, uh, right, well. well. I think, I've, I think I've driven myself out of the market. I don't have the right skill set. Five years of software development.
0: What's wrong with that?
1: Well, I don't have it. I've, oh, what? Well, I've got like partial software development, a bit of sales, a bit of marketing. I'm wearing too many hats. That's what I'm saying. I'm not specialising anymore. I wear heaps of hats. Hats are good for you. You just wear... Which service am I working with today? Yeah, the service hat. hats. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I don't spot to sales or product for
1: sure. No, you said that from the beginning. Yeah. Actually, I did say that. And you've said it multiple I times throughout as well. <laughs> you're like, I actually don't have an but opinion the, here. I'm just, just happy to write the code. Just
0: think about it though. Like imagine me doing sales. Just, just th- picture that in your head.
1: I have imagined it, the train but wreck. I want to see it in no, real see, life. See, the like thing
0: that. is you're imagining it and you can see how bad it would be.
1: I can see you sweating for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. you
2: sweat? (laughs) You know, when I was
0: younger, actually when I started Coder Academy, I used to sweat and I'd get super itchy. (laughs) Like my whole body would start itching. I'd be talking to someone new and I'd just like be scratching everywhere. Yeah, it made everyone think I was a freak. Fortunately, uh, I don't sweat anymore, but I still am a freak. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Fortunately, I don't sweat, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. But But I can't talk talk to people about but you can. Talk I used to, to be in about sales, the, though. You can talk also. to people
1: about the beautiful code you've written. You love doing that.
0: Yeah, I have to talk about one thing. I have a one-track mind, so mm. I used to be in sales, though, so in retail sales.
1: Yeah, well, that's given you a little bit of, you know, what to do.
0: But uh, you know, the thing is, I learned that the best way for me to do sales is to just be as uh robotic and honest as possible. <laughs> So I learned all of the product stats. Oh, yeah. I used to sell like waterproof gear and I'd just tell them, this is a 10,000 millimeter hydrostatic head Ah, waterproof jacket. Yeah, Breathability rating is X and it's made of polyurethane with the whatever.
1: Well, once you've got the stats, then it's pretty easy to make a decision. No.
0: No? (laughs) Not in in, uh, sales actually. Has nothing to, no one cares about the stats. That's the thing. That's how I do sales. But yeah. I'm the only person who wants to hear the stats when they buy something.
1: What do they want to hear?
0: People want to hear, oh, this jacket would look great. Uh, you're going to make take such good Instagram photos. But you're going to be phrasing cold. The people with the great. highest sales numbers at the stores that I worked at were not the people who knew the product. It was the people, like people would come to me when they needed something fixed. Like I knew how to fix it. Mm. I know how, all of the answers for like everything. I did my research. Yeah. But then like I had the worst sales numbers Oh yeah. because... You know the other people would be appealing to their emotional side, and I'd be appealing to this by cost is the most effective <laughs> jacket we sell
1: I think that I know it's
0: orange, but this is the best one. I would appreciate that yeah
1: I hate it when you go to the shops and you, you go like you try something on you might come out of the change room and they're like "Oh, that looks really good and in your brain you're like "I hate this thing yeah.
0: <laughs> well the people that uh, like one in every hundred P- people would actually care about that and they're just like it's a breath of fresh air for them and yeah. they're like so grateful to have someone who's not like trying to lie to them and upsell
1: meanwhile you're struggling with the sales numbers at the bottom of <laughs> yeah
0: I don't really care though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they were paying you heaps how much do you think people in retail make I was making uh, just
1: 20 odd dollars an hour around that yeah
0: mm-hmm. so I was making just over minimum wage yeah. at that point mm-hmm. anyway it's s- silly
1: but that's th- why I don't do sales that's why we integrate with Xero yeah. that's where big money is mm-hmm. that's right one day, hopefully. Yeah. Not well actually now.
0: I've inverted. I'm now paying money to for the, you know, the right <laughs> <laughs> to work on software. <laughs> Essentially, we both are, yeah. yeah. Except you don't get to work on software.
1: I did at some point. Yeah. Oh no, I built the landing page for Zero. Yeah, you did. There you go. You yeah. did some react. I'd done some code. Yep. Zero needed a marketing page to to communicate What our integration was with Zero,
0: essentially to market Zero to To our
1: customers, to our own customers. It's
0: very interesting these uh, partners that won't just let you integrate, and they want to like, they don't just want to make sure like all your secure integration. They want to make sure like all you're advertising us correctly. Yeah, they want the brand.
1: They want the brand to align, don't they?
0: But then you look around at the other apps that Zero has let in. None of them like none of the big ones actually follow any of the guidelines that yeah. they have so
1: i think the rules get bent for certain people
0: for sure yeah it's the the thing is the little guys like us get screwed over having to follow the whim of every big company and then all the big companies they they have enough money they just don't care yeah or they know the guy
1: yeah but you got to get the you got to let the little guys in cuz they're the ones who are going to solve the problems
0: yeah we can move so quick we're so fast we're like uh how long has it been? A year. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we've got that page. Remember that? <laughs> yes, it has almost been a year, but you didn't start till November. Yeah, that's fine. So I started about July. No, it wasn't July. It might have been after that. Who knows? Look, it was probably less than a year. Let's.
0: But the product history, you know, like it's not like we've been working on the same thing you know we're agile so we've been so agile we've just been changing our minds <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're gonna make this thing and then no actually let's do this other thing
1: no, i think we've been pretty focused on what we were trying to deliver yeah we're definitely in line with our original vision
0: We're the, the most in line i've ever seen a product
1: i think so well, There's only three of us, so you only got to get three people to agree. How many
0: lines are there going to be, really? So
1: two lines of communication for each of us. Yes, so that's pretty easy.
0: Minimal communication. That's the best way. Communication is important in every relationship,
1: even business relationships. That's right,
0: and other other ones too.
2: Yep,
1: and the other ones. But uh, yeah, so how was that zero integration?
0: Uh yeah, it went really well, actually. They uh, We were sort of dreading the meeting, uh, <laughs> expecting them to be like, no, this is like left padding is incorrect. That's what I was thinking. You've used the logo in the wrong spot. The width is too wide on That's this. That's what I was thinking too. Your wording is incorrect.
1: Then I, mean, I thought they were going to like run some kind of script. Analysis. To, to like test the API, all the integration, everything. Like
0: They did sort of. They, um, they analyzed the logs from the connection. Yep, But uh, they were okay with that. Yeah. The only issue was like literally the day before I was like trying to like, I was expecting them to like try and use the product and try and break it in every way possible. That's Cause if I was, was in their shoes, that's what I would do. Yeah. I would be like, I'm not letting you in until you've solved all the issues. Yeah, And uh, they were just like, okay, can you show it to us? Yeah, that looks fine. Yeah, that looks fine. Yeah. And then that's it. We passed the initial.
1: But let stage. me say it, it's a quite a polished product.
0: There's so much uh, spit on <laughs> it and polish as well. <laughs> not like hate spit more like polish spit <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i think the comment was uh one of the easiest integrations that they'd ever done yeah from so from our approve. from the person that we spoke to
0: well frank did all the boring stuff and i did all the fun stuff so <laughs> <laughs> tell me i'm wrong <laughs> I can't argue. <laughs> I did the OAuth integration, <laughs> accounts mapping, all this stuff. Yeah. Frank got to write the support page I though. I the support page. Yep. If Isn't anyone,
1: if anyone gets stuck and needs help, don't worry. zapworkflows.com.au/ slash. Oh my God. You just named the product. You fuck. <laughs> uh, we'll edit that out. Uh, <laughs> slash support. I think it is. Yeah. We'll just beep that out later. But, uh, yeah, support page is up. People need to see it. Um, so yeah, if anyone gets stuck, it's there. It's there, and we can build on the support page now as well.
0: That's right. It's so uh, extensible.
1: But up till now, you know, normally, if people get stuck, or well normally, no one's really been stuck yet.
0: No, not that they've told us. They just like not talk to you.
1: They just disconnect and yeah, don't use it anymore.
0: Well, we've got mixed panel now, now so we'll know if someone drops off after an error. Ah, we should be able to tell.
1: That's good. Will that, will MixPanel report on that but or
0: you have to write it yourself. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. It's not batteries included. Yep. Google Analytics has like, oh wow, we're doing another mixed panel episode. This week sponsored by MixPanel. <laughs> <laughs> we're not actually sponsored, sorry. But if not MixPanel, yet. you want to sponsor us, man, we, are we would love a subscription because uh, we're actually out of money. Fuck <laughs> 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 If
2: it you can, can just spare
0: like now. a few dollars. Uh I'll be on this. Only five dollars a
1: day. You two can feed James Apple. Yeah, <laughs> you only eat chicken nuggets Please for lunch. Sponsor my dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the zero thing went pretty well. How'd you go with all the security stuff? What did they? What was the requirements there?
0: Well, we haven't passed the. Uh, so that's. Uh, we, we got our li- limit lifted, so we've got more customers available, more connections available, and uh, when we, when in. Once we get over 900, I think we'll have to uh, pass a security review, which is mandatory by the the ABSIA stuff. The ATO mandates it. Uh, It's not too bad. There's some weird things. Uh, There's some stuff that's a bit like uh, needs interpretation. Uh,
1: On on the ABSIA stuff? Yeah. You know has changed their
0: name? Have they? Yeah. Oh, no, that's not good. Let me tell you what it is. This episode hasn't aged well since uh, i started it
1: okay it's now called d spans
0: oh that's so good i love that
1: digital service providers australia new zealand
0: that sounds like a lot more than just like accounting software sounds like
1: d's pants (laughs) 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 got him
0: (laughs) that's a meme by the way sorry you don't get it don't you reckon yeah it's called D's nuts actually yeah this is an MA15 plus podcast, by the way, <laughs> if you're offended by my use of the words nuts. Sorry, mom.
1: Zero's going to revoke our access. <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
0: well, that's why we're bleeping the product name. Yeah.
1: yeah we'll have to come back We
0: take that. it very seriously, though. I take security very seriously. Hmm. Uh, the, um, the requirements that they have are not that, not that bad. Uh the requirements for a digital service provider are much worse than um so they actually want you to get all these uh third party certifications for your infrastructure but uh the uh, ABSIA stuff they mostly want you to prove that you um comply with the like the recommendations for the OWASP top 10 uh like oh, okay. vulnerabilities so it's like uh, XML injection SQL injection yep. whole bunch of other stuff
1: which we most definitely cover off
2: <laughs>
0: yeah The weird stuff that they want is uh, they want you to encrypt your... uh, uh, Is it the refresh token or the access token? I think the refresh token. Mm. So they want you to encrypt it before it hits your database. Mm. But uh, I don't know any system that's uh, helped by that. And uh, if your database was compromised, then you would need to contact... Uh, your vendors anyway to have them revoke the refresh tokens regardless of whether or not they're encrypted so i don't really some of them are like designed by committee like ah, yeah yeah, like it's a government organization so they're going to add in stuff that someone said at one point and then just gets drafted in for no reason no one says anything against it so just made it into law it's one of the issues with having um uh, you know the government dictate
1: question everything i say yeah it's
0: really not really can. applicable to the government, is it? You can't really question anything. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we can, but just no one listens to us. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no one really cares. No. We don't have enough money, but we'll have money one day. And one then day, uh, we'll build
1: our own government. When we get that mixed panel money. Yeah, <laughs> when they sponsor us.
0: <laughs> Will we have enough to like, make our own pirate radio station or something? I'm
1: sure we, have, we can pull something together.
0: Yeah, that sounds good.
1: If not like this that. startup, maybe on the next one.
0: Yeah. If not, this life, the next one.
1: <laughs> well, if yeah, we're running out of time. Maybe we? if
0: I'm born as a monarch or something in my next life. Ah, there you go. That'd yes. be easy. Yep. I'll just remember to be nicer to people that are in software. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, remember, thanks old me. Remember back to those times. Yeah, my genetic history. Uh, yeah, uh, there's – what other requirements? There's like um, – oh, they want you to store – they want you to use session cookies for set, uh, uh, like cookies for sessions instead yep. of uh, like a stored token. Okay, hey, so, okay, opens tell up a lot of actual vulnerabilities. So I'm not sure why, but I'll, I'll request clarification. Tell, tell me something. something.
2: Yeah, tell so, me.
1: So you know how there's the two different arguments about whether you should use cookies or JWTs. Yeah. Why do keep pe- people? Why do people keep posting these articles about our oh, JWTs aren't secure? Nothing secure. That's right.
0: There's literally nothing that is secure. The uh So these articles it's only they post investors can be.
1: It's just like uh it's just clickbaity kind of stuff, isn't it? It is,
0: yeah. But you know, I feel like a lot of these are written by like article mills, that sort yes. of thing, and they're just like they've read something. Yep. There are some really valid points, um but uh to say that uh, the entire mechanism is insecure, I mean, if JWTs were insecure, most of the internet would collapse. Mm. Like if they were genuinely Un, unusable. Yep. People think that uh, you know some of the new browser stuff, like uh, the HTTP only based cookies, session cookies, will fix stuff, but uh, in reality, uh, they're just as open to exfiltration as What's this else. one?
1: Is this a new? This a- is another,
0: like, there's all sorts of different ways to manage ses- sessions, right? Oh right yeah. JWT is typically managed by the device or something. Yep. You have know, like a short lived token, a refresh token, whatever. Um, but the uh, cookie version would be like you have a session identifier Mm. in a header. You set it as HTTP only, and then none of the JavaScript executing uh, on your website can actually read the cookie Mm. um, or access it at all. But there's an exploit that's uh, possible in... uh, I can't remember what it's called. There's an exploit where you can essentially just extract the the cookie by doing a a redirect. So it doesn't even... like If someone has code executing in your browser you are done. Mm -hmm. Like that user is done. Mm -hmm. Like if there's a Chrome extension, reading network traffic, you are done. Yeah. There's no difference in whether like the only thing you can do is make your token short lived and let the user be able to sign out their other sessions. Yeah. Make it obvious that it's compromised, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, no, no matter what you do, if you're using a, yeah, it's on the browser. It's an uncontrolled system. It's not much around it.
1: Yeah. There's just so much misinformation going around now. I feel like uh, there's more and more, like you said, um, article mills now. Yeah. And especially in software development. I don't know if it's been since the advent of the boot camp and, and like self taught software development, but there seems to be a lot of misinformation around now. Well,
0: do you remember we. Um And I I don't want to say, like, oh, it's secure for every context. I just want to make that clear. Like, JWTs are not secure for every context and every use case. Like, they're not the right fit for everything you do, Mm. as an aside. But, uh, yeah, I remember when we were at Coder Academy, they, like, they really encouraged us to write blog posts. Yeah, (laughs) I wrote one. I don't think you should be writing until you, uh, you know, until you're established. Well... You need to figure out your life a little bit. If if it's beneficial for you, sure, but... uh, You can write, I think. uh, Okay, so not well, yes, that's true. I don't want to. I don't want to be an elitist. Yeah, everyone's viewpoint is beneficial on a lot of stuff. But uh, like, if you're writing technical, well,
1: there was one article
0: complaining about the security of JWTs. I see I people was, who were. I was yeah. reading an
1: article on that exact topic, and you could tell by the way it was written that the person hadn't had much experience. Yeah, and then it was a bit annoying because the link came from a reputable newsletter. And I was thinking, why are they linking like to these uh, uh, you know, not-so-great internet articles? And then e- everywhere you search, you're always going to come across um, you know, bad information. I suppose it's just a matter of sifting through it. Yeah. There's not much to it.
0: You just have to learn the fundamentals yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Then you can describe it. Mm-hmm. Mm, mm. Everything has
0: a a vulnerability. You just need to pick the one that's more suitable for your system and uh, prevent or make those harder or more visible. Sometimes you can't prevent someone's account from being compromised, but you can make it more obvious that the person's account is compromised, Mm. for example. So sending a notification if there's a login from an email in a oh sorry from an IP in another country is, oh, uh, yeah. is an example of that. Yep. That makes it very obvious. That's something that companies like Google do really well. Yep. Google, Facebook, all those anomalous login detection.
1: How would we do that?
0: Uh, we could compare what the sort of expect. Well, for one, we could just block countries outside of Australia because we're an Australian. company. That's right. Company. We can do that too. Uh, we'd need to whitelist New Zealand, of course. Of course, we would. But everyone's here anyway for COVID, so it's not like <laughs> anyone's leaving the country. Yeah. So you might as well block everyone else <laughs> while no one else is out there. But uh, yeah, you could compare it to the list of uh, IPs that have been signed in with before that sort of thing. If yeah. they've taken a so, there's a couple ways uh, you could tell if someone's has a has stolen a, a cookie or sorry, a, like a JWT. If they use the refresh token twice, if you see an invalid refresh token, what that would typically mean is that the the person uh, who, is, who has stolen it, has refreshed the user's token and then the user in the session attempted to refresh it and then their refresh token was invalid because the other the attacker has refreshed ah, it. Sure. So then that's that's one way to tell if someone has a, 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 a potentially compromised, especially if those are from different IPs. If they're from the same location, it's probably fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Uh, tokens being used after they're expired, you should be handling that in your application code. So if you see... Uh, un, like, Expired tokens, there's probably been a leak somewhere. Maybe some of your logs got leaked or something, right? People are trying mm. your JWTs or whatever, yeah. All sorts of stuff, uh, yeah. And then there's a whole bunch of tools that'll do it for you as well. Mm. But uh, you have to pay for those. It costs a lot of money. What are they called? I'm pretty sure Auth0 would probably do something oh, like that. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah And then yeah, there's yeah. there's tools like, uh, I think Sumo Logic can probably give you some stuff like that. You pump your logs into it and then it'll do like a detection to tell you whether or not... Something's out of ban- bounds for what's expected.
1: Sumo Logic, I've heard of that one.
0: We had it at an old company. It was for the security team specifically, so I didn't get a lot of hands-on use, uh, but that's what they said they were going to do with it. So
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All I know is I shoved the logs there.
1: And then um, we had to do some extra logging for zero didn't we? Was it, or was uh, that later?
0: Well, uh, there is a requirement to have a... That's that's uh, that's an observability. So we have a, a threat detection system, automatic threat de- detection system. Typically, they do a lot less good than people expect. AI isn't that good at small data sets. So having AI analyze your app with you know a thousand users isn't really going to be useful. Mm. Not really. It's mostly just going to give you a lot of bullshit. Um, but uh, Guard Duty is the threat detection system we use, and uh, it'll tell you like uh, if you have a security group for a, something or if someone's trying to SSH into your server, or if it, oh, yeah. if there's an anomalous login with the, from AWS console, mm. someone's uh, trying to clean logs, for example. Like uh, a lot of times when someone compromises your AWS account, they'll clear the logs. Uh, yeah, so tell you if that happens, that sort of stuff. Mm. So, yeah. That's sort of, I think that's in the same vein of what Sumo Logic does as well, like uh, anomaly detection.
2: Yeah.
1: It's a lot to, uh, like, lucky you're here to do it because if I was trying to do a zero integration, I would have been struggling.
0: Yeah, it's... a lot uh, to it. It's all right. I I feel like a lot of this stuff should be handled by, you should be able to just pay for a more secure system, it feels. But I don't know of anyone that does that. What do you mean pay for a more secure system? Pay for a system that has the stuff all built in. Ah. Heroku, but with... Uh, you know, all of this, uh, all of this additional anomaly detection and everything. Built right. in That'd be nice. I don't know. I don't think Kuroku has anything like that. Maybe it's all external services. You have to plug and play and then you have to like play around with.
1: Maybe the next startup. Mm. Let's build it. A Techn- cloud platform. Cloud platform. Secure
0: plat- cloud platform. Yeah. pCI compliant by default. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Just park your data here. Yeah. Abstract it all away. People love that. They yeah. don't, then they don't have to think. They just pay us the money. Mm. And then we take on all the burden. Yeah. Well you specifically, you'll be managing it all.
0: Yeah, I'll be crying.
1: I'll be doing the sales again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can Anything
0: we work on together <laughs> in the future. We really need to find another person. Like you need to make like be friends with a salesperson, Frank. Right? <laughs> so that What do you mean? Because <laughs> I feel like we were like we were at our peak when it was the three of us. Coding. Coding. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And now you're you're the sales bitch. Yeah. Sorry, not bitch, uh, salesperson. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to Call you that? That's okay. Um, <laughs> no, you did, but um, so logs still, just on that top. Yeah. We, so we also had to add um, DNS logs, for example. Yeah, that that's very interesting. I love DNS logs, actually.
1: What's that? Just logging the
0: any DNS queries within the uh, the network, so you'll be able to see uh, if a application is making an outbound request. It's a way to tell if your uh, application has been compromised. For example, mm. it's after the fact. It's, like it's more like remediation, so you can tell when something's happened. Uh-huh. And then also like flow logs, that sort of thing, so you can tell where traffic is headed if it's not headed you know, as a re- request to something. Um, one thing that we're going to do probably that I that I am still searching for a product for is I want to have an outbound proxy for instead of just only using the NAT gateway, have an outbound proxy that can also uh, help us with rate limiting. Oh. The zero API is heavily rate limited. Yeah. So five concurrent calls for an application uh, is will like drop your connection. You'll just get a four, 429 error, yep. which is a rate limit error and then job done, you know, KO. Mm. Uh, so there's a, uh, Proxies that uh, I've used before that you can send your requre- request through them, and if there is, for example, you can set up a rule like only five concurrent re- connections at a time, mm. and if it hits more than five for whatever key you set, then it will block the request. It won't terminate it and break it like the zero API would. It will hold the request until there's capacity and let it through. It's so like so instead queue. of yeah. yeah, so instead of not a queue like an SQS queue, but like it's in, it's in process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. So it's a very simple. Yeah, yeah, system. Yeah, But uh, it'll actually prevent that from happening. It means that you have to manage like internal, if you want to have uh, HTTP, like TLS inside of your uh, VPC, uh, you'll have to actually like make your own certificate for uh-huh. communication between the two because you're not able to read the host header without decrypting TLS, yep. right? So you have to have TLS between your service and your proxy uh, and then from your proxy out to your external service. But uh,
1: So when are you going to do this one?
0: When I... I'm not building features <laughs> <flat> out. <laughs> but uh, this will be more important as we get large organizations. Um, uh, another benefit of that is that you can restrict the, uh, on, one of the reasons why I was bringing up DNS logs and this as well is that uh, another security measure that I'd like to take that uh, is relatively simple to do, uh, just something like Nginx, is just prevent where requests can go by DNS. Mm. So just say only, for example, the Zero API, only the, like, where can requests go out to? Yeah, like zero and, I don't know. That's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's an API we're integrating with it, we whitelist that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not possible for data to be exfiltrated from the network, right? Ah, nice. And because the Lambda execution role itself has very lean permissions, there's no way for it to escape that. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I like that. So then
0: you essentially... I know this is like no one's going to say, oh, that makes your code secure, but that's like, that gives me, that's actual peace of mind for me is yeah. that you can't exfiltrate data from the system mm. unless you have broken someone else's API as well. Mm. Like that would be, that's pretty rare. Yeah, it's, you don't.
1: That's UID collision rare. <laughs> so. Yeah, hopefully zero is not going to get.
0: If zero gets compromised, we're compromise. screwed anyway. So. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was a good journey, but I got to tears when she said, yeah. I think it's all I think you guys can uh, Yeah, I was let's expecting pass was through to be to the harder, next level. For sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: She, it was uh, it was really good. Yeah, she seemed to be happy with it. Yeah. Well, but you have a uh, you're you're a, uh, you know, very charming with the the people. So uh Oh, but you still got to You do had the, the small talk and everything. Yeah, I would have just been like, "All work. right, here we go." <laughs> you still got to do <laughs> this the is work. The application. Like, like
1: doesn't matter. <laughs> That's just being uh like uh having good manners, I suppose, you know. Uh good just Dealing in a, in a good business sense, but yeah. you still got to do the work. Well, if, uh, the, if it wasn't like set up and working properly, it doesn't matter how good I talk. That's true.
0: Well, Should I don't that? know. You'd be surprised <laughs> what talking will solve for some people. But uh, there was one error displayed to the lady. Um, yeah. And so you were crying out of joy and I was crying out of shame. <laughs> Uh, the night before, I was like trying to stress test and figure out all of the possible. I thought they'd be doing like a, a full round of tests, like yeah. try out every possible combination of connections and like, oh, wh- when is this going to break? At what point? Yeah, yeah. But they actually just asked yes or no questions. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, we could have beaten it just with like a sketch uh, mock-up, oh <laughs> essentially. <God. laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But uh, uh, yeah, there was a, there was one change that I made like at...
1: 2 a.m. the night before, yep. and that's normally when you write your best code.
0: That's nor yeah, that's when the majority of the platform's been built. Yeah, but uh, this was one of the that that one piece of it was the only part that I hadn't uh, tested because we had just like changed the integration slightly, and uh, I pushed that thinking it's golden. And the one time I'm like, I'll forego the like stringent testing. <laughs> I'm I sure it'll be a, fine. There's an error displayed. <laughs> So I got exactly what I, like if, if someone else had told me that, like, oh, I'm going to not test this and I have a demo tomorrow, I would have been like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> but because it was 2am and I was stressed because I hate meetings, <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, it's fine. You've never broken anything before. Let's just go for it. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah.
1: I had the utmost confidence. Was, and then the confidence was dashed. It was funny when it, um, when it broke during the meeting, I was like listening on the call to see if I could hear James's typing. Cause normally he would be like yeah. typing furiously fixing it. We did f- deliver one,
0: one bug <laughs> <laughs> that one time that an end user would have seen. Yeah. And, uh, Frank silently messaged me. <laughs> it was a, it was a pretty dramatic shift in the platform, but, uh, I just forgot to change, the, uh, one SQL query parameter, <laughs> take it out. And, uh, I didn't. And, uh, it flashed up and Frank quickly like swapped screens
1: <laughs> so that they couldn't see the error.
0: Yeah. And then you fixed
1: it quickly, which was lucky. Lucky you were there.
0: You messaged me and yeah. then within probably the well the I first message and I'm like, "What the fuck? What do you mean it's not working?" Like you just sent me a screenshot of an error and I was like, "A problem exists between keyboard and chair. <laughs> not my problem, Frank. Just learn how to use the platform." <laughs> and then uh You told me, oh, yeah, it's an error when I do this, and I was like,
1: oh. Oh, yeah, hold on one second. Fuck,
0: I did do that, didn't I? Yep.
1: And you're like, okay, try it now. Yeah. And it magically worked. It was only
0: all of, like, three minutes later that I fixed it and deployed it. It just
1: looked like one of those normal weird internet things where you refresh and things. Oh, sorry, network error. Hold on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Actually messaging me to redeploy the app. Yeah. That's the benefit of having it. That's DevOps, you know. That's a fast... That's a fast pipeline.
1: Lucky you had fast deploys.
0: Yeah, we pulled the de- the deploy time down from probably almost an hour to all of uh, under three minutes. So
1: we deployed just before the zero meeting as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we deployed the marketing page because they wanted to. We were fixing some typos on the support
1: page. I was also doing that. At not two a.m. Around midnight. Yeah, and my num- I had like bullet points, and it went one, two, two. Two, <laughs> I got to increment. No, that's numbers. how markdown bullet
0: points work. So it makes perfect sense oh, to me. Let's go one, two, three, four. If you do, you know, in GitHub, if you do one, 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 one in bullet points, it increments them for you. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a markdown thing. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah I meant to do it that's why. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but Gatsby just didn't figure it out.
1: Maybe because maybe because maybe it was because it was two, two, two. Oh yeah. Is that what it was? Maybe because no. it, <laughs> it doesn't work
0: if you break it up with like images or anything. And I think there were images. There was. That might have been one of the
1: reasons. It was MDX actually.
0: Yeah, MDX. Not I don't bad. know what that is. Mark down. With JSX.
1: With JSX. That's disgusting. It's actually, I thought it would be good.
0: But it was bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, you write these MDX files and then there's no JavaScript in it. It's just, Markdown, so you have to. There's no auto imports, so you have to make sure you type all your. Yeah,
0: you remember auto importing, <laughs> fi- like manually importing files. Yeah. Aren't you glad you use
1: TypeScript? <laughs> yeah, no auto imports. You got know, to like. There's no linting. There's no nothing. You yeah. have to make sure everything's like typed out correctly.
0: Oh, sorry, you forgot the right, le- less than sign.
1: I, I can't. Guess, so uh, that's it. It's very hard to code without the good IDE setup, isn't
0: it? Yeah, that's why I'm amazed people ever use JavaScript in the first place.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember back to the boot camp days before I knew what ESLint was writing without writing... uh,
0: Manually formatting. Oh, wow. I can tell you, though, I don't mind manually formatting Ruby code. Oh, okay. Of the languages that you can, Ruby, like, makes very pretty code. So I sort of, like, it's somewhat cathartic to actually, like, align and, like, line (laughs) break for that. (laughs) That's the only language I would do that for, though. That's because I love Ruby.
1: I just love love having the ESLint... uh, just auto format space F and bam, yeah. file done. I love that. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite thing. Yeah, I don't do it on save either. No, no. I don't like it. When I don't either. I don't like when people like save it and not auto. No, formats. you have to have complete control. Complete control. That's what I like to. Yeah, that was good. Can't
0: believe it. But we we did it. It's happening. We've passed. I think the security audit's going to go very well as well. Mm. Very confident in that. Yeah sort of built it to pass that audit without even knowing the audit existed. Yeah. Just out of my own paranoia.
1: Yeah, which is good. Yeah. We want to be secure. Well, we are dealing with sensitive information. Yeah. People have been asking that from the get-go, how mm. secure is it? Yeah. So you might as well do it properly from the beginning.
0: That's right. Well, we I don't think I, – I wasn't even expecting it to be as sensitive as it is. <laughs> I think we discussed this, but uh, luckily we started from a good footing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the next one will be MyOB. Yep. Hopefully
0: they have the same requirements. So.
1: Yeah. Do they have to? Do you have to do a marketing page for them? To, did you read it thoroughly?
0: I only read the security requirements. Ah. Yeah. Almost identical.
1: I'll send it over to the marketing department to have a look. What needs to happen? Uh, <laughs> just ch- <laughs> change positions.
0: Go to the other desk.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll change my hat. Yes.
0: Frank does everything except for the coding. <laughs> Well, look. It's what you signed up for. Whatever we
1: have to do to get the You played yourself, business Frank, going. be honest. I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I we just want to write
1: my own code. <laughs> yeah. Not have year, to be. One year later, yeah. not writing any code.
0: <laughs> no, you're doing your course. You're doing a degree.
1: Yeah. Actually, I do have to write some code for the degree. But, uh, well, the degree is more... Um, Theoretical. Theoretical. Done a research paper the other day.
0: That's way more fun. That was a bit of fun. Yeah. I love paper. Not research? No, not research. <laughs> Hate it.
1: But um what's been happening in the world of CSS? <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as I've been out of the loop for so long, I feel what like do you things. Mean? I don't know. This is Actu- your thing. Actually, Frank. you know. Are you asking me
0: about CSS?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you've been doing a few front end tickets.
0: What the f- but But. Uh,
1: Actually, you know what's funny about a month ago? So, you know, um, Kent Dodds, how he oh, Kent C. Dodds, yeah, Kent C. Dodds, the Mormon, yeah. He he brought out this course called uh, I won't give him a free plug, but
0: Mega uh, React Bundle, something like that.
1: And um, learn React in one day, I almost bought it when it first came out. It was it was around, I don't know, two or three hundred Australian dollars, and I thought, oh, that's a bit expensive. And then it's like, this will be the cheapest price ever, yeah. And then it went to 500 and then yeah. I thought, oh, should I buy it? No. And then it got to 800 and then I'm like, oh, I need to buy this thing. And I almost bought it, but yeah. I didn't. But now that it's $800, I want it more than when it was
0: yeah. $200. It's this like, is a ploy. You realize this is marketing
1: ploy. It's actually like reversed my... Um,
0: this is uh, yeah it's like uh, the value based pricing thing Sean West and Gary Vaynerchuk talk about it when selling courses in particular yeah. you always launch your course at the cheapest yeah. like those Udemy courses no one's paying $500 for them ever yeah. but if you launch it a cheap price and then you slowly increment upwards you make like the perception of your courses that it's more and more valuable because yeah. you're not discounting it after the fact yeah. it's the same thing with products as well
1: yeah. we're kind of doing that now are we? Kind of.
0: Oh yeah, it's true. We're starting cheap, and then we're going to be like, it's not getting any
1: cheaper. Well, it's not going to be any cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> like, get on now. Yeah. But uh, so I missed out on Kent C. Dodds, and then this CSS guy. He's a he's a he's a he made a course called I think his name's Josh Comeow or something like that. He made a course called CSS for JavaScript Developers, and it was the same pricing where it's like, oh, it's the cheapest that's ever going to be. So buy it now. I bought straight away. Are you serious? Oh <laughs> I, my bought, God. I bought it straight away. Oh you
0: realize you're like a pigeon in one of those experiments. I am. Like pressing yeah. the button. They got me. Yeah,
1: yeah. All the Twitter hype. They were hyping it on Twitter for a while. I was signed up to the is newsletter. Is it actually good though? I haven't signed in. So I bought yeah, it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> wow. I bought it and I haven't even signed into I've been too busy. <sighs> but it is there. The resource is ready to go. I think it'll be good. Okay. He's, uh, I look forward to your
0: feedback <laughs> and your disappointment. Maybe after you buy something and it goes up in price, you feel better about the purchase, though.
1: Well, it's, like I've saved. it's like I've made money that way.
0: Yeah, this is like my girlfriend like going to the store and being like, it was half price. Yeah. <laughs> I it
1: saved money. It was $2,000, Yeah, it was half price. It's $2,000 saved.
0: It's actually just expenditure.
1: But uh, I want to learn a bit more about CSS. Learn a bit more You're about it. You're meant to everything. talk
0: about how much you hate CSS, though. Well, maybe or I is hate it.
1: Where's your passion gone? Maybe I hate it because I don't know it well.
0: Oh. I You're way s- too
1: reasoned <laughs> now. I'm not,
0: I'm not really digging the vibe <laughs> on this topic. I was expecting fire and brimstone. You brought up, oh, I want to rant about CSS, and you are like, oh, God, I just hate how, why can't people come up with a decent system? And now.
2: <laughs>
1: well, I don't understand the system. Yeah, I don't get it. But um, So humble. There's this new thing called CSS Houdini. Have you heard of that?
0: Yeah, it's the, uh, you'll be able to, it's like a
1: low level API.
0: So you'll be able to write your own uh, CSS selectors. That's what, not selectors, like styles and everything.
1: Direct yeah. access to the CSS object model. Yeah. So I think this is going to solve my problem. This is what I'm getting to. Yeah. All my pain of CSS over the years, no, I'm just going to write my own CSS classes. Yeah. No more justify content. It's going to be a line X. And no more Align Items, it's going to be called Align Y. And that's it, up and down. (laughs) I can deal with that. Much better. Don't you think that's better? Yeah. Who the hell came up with Align Items and Justify Content? A committee. I mean, that was great in the day when it was actually documents where we're styling a sheet of documentation.
0: Well, Flex isn't that old. Flex is new. Yeah. So I remember the days before Flex... Yeah, that's that's my primary CSS days were long before flexbox. I
1: know. I heard you try to put a float into our app not long ago. You're like, yeah, I can't believe no one liked it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see what's wrong with floats. And then
0: you just have to remember. Okay, so okay, so the I can't remember what what is it with a float. You have to make sure when you float, it gets put out of positioning, and then you have to do something to the parent to make sure that it keeps the height of the child that's floated right. Uh,
1: Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. I never really got into floats. There you go. I was always a flexbox person.
0: This is so I started like doing web development and I was like, oh, this is too archaic. Like I'm too dumb for all this. <laughs> and then over time I realized man, like they've gotten, CSS has gotten better and better and better and I'm like, oh, fuck, I could actually do <laughs> web development. It's not <laughs> that bad now. Flexbox makes everything so simple.
1: So do you reckon if we use Houdini we can just write our own uh, CSS selectors and stuff.
0: I don't know how low level it is. I, don't, I, I only listened to one talk about it, and this was about four years ago, which yep. was by the Chrome. There's like that Chrome evangelist guy. Yep. I can't remember what his name is. Okay. He always talks about site load time. Yep. I don't want to say his name wrong. He's on Fun Fun, Fun Function and stuff. Whatever. Oh, yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it probably won't, because if it's really low level, it'll be too hard. Uh. It'll be like writing your own rendering engine if it's too low level. If it's accessing the CSS object model and you can directly, I don't know, manipulate it. Says,
1: it says it's got direct access to the CSS object model. Yeah.
0: But what's that API look like? Enabling,
1: That's enabling developers to write code the browser can parse as CSS, mm. thereby creating new CSS features without waiting for them to be implemented natively in browsers. Yeah. Interesting. But
0: uh, I don't know. Like, what's better than CSS? That's my question. Everything. I know, I I hate to disagree with you, but... (laughs) No, you don't, you love disagreeing. (laughs) What? Yeah. I I can't think of a system that's better than CSS, though.
1: Nah, it's okay. How do they do it on the iOS and stuff? They have, like, a GUI tool that you drag
0: around, or you can write your own rendering engine.
1: What about on Android? Same sort of stuff. Do you ever... Android Studio? Do you do it in that?
0: Yeah, I can't remember what the names of the tools were, but right. I did I did some app de- development ages ago, yep. and uh, the I I remember like wishing I was actually looking up how to use CSS in uh, I can't remember what it's called App Studio or something the Apple version right and uh, the they didn't have like just like a line left or whatever there was like these little icons and you have to memorize what all the icons do and I could oh. never get my head around it and then they were doing essentially responsive design because like you could have an iPad or an iPhone this sort of stuff. So I just had to learn another archaic feeling system essentially. You know
1: what we need? Yeah, tell me. We need AI for like when you want to style something and you just want to move it to the left a bit. Can't there be like a little AI thing that just pops up and goes, "Oh yeah, just use this um
0: Yeah, you know what would be good is if you could draw it like okay, this is what it is in mobile and yep. this is what it is in desktop and this is what it's on on TV. Mm. You know, um, the interpolation thing in animation where you can just say like, all right, yeah, interpolate get between from these here frames. To here. Yeah, 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 that would be great. But not like interpolate directly, but like analyze other yep. <laughs> uses. Yep. Here we are talking about AI and I'm like the biggest h- hater on AI uh, and <laughs> machine learning yeah, stuff. That would be good, AI. Yeah, that's right, I love <laughs> AI.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that sounds like Webflow, but... No, I don't think they do about anything about, like that. Don't they? Don't you draw it in Webflow? Like
0: Webflow is like a GUI for H, like HTML, CSS. Yeah. So
1: I don't see what the
0: the big dealio is.
1: Mm.
0: When I so you still have it, it's like a leaky abstraction. It's like using an ORM. You still have to know SQL to use the ORM. You still yep. have to know HTML and CSS to use Webflow. Yeah. It's just more visual. Mm. But uh, with Webflow, I can't actually like, you know, directly have that in my editor.
1: Yeah, we need the editor. You can't use Vim in Webflow, hell no.
0: If I could interact with Webflow through Vim, I'd use it every day, (laughs) without a doubt. And I'd love front-end. If you want me on your system, implement Vim shortcuts and I'll be there.
1: Oh. Yeah. Whoever's listening to the podcast should be working on that. You want me to change
0: banks? Just add Vim hotkeys. Even if it's a (laughs) mobile app, I'm there. (laughs) I just want HJKL as my primary navigation keys. Of course you do. Yeah. I've got shoulder pain. I can't. I can't do the the like. got to look after your, your body. Drag your arms around. You need to
1: start you know? exercising again. What do you Get mean? back into the rock climbing like you used to. What the
0: fuck? That Why are you judging my? <laughs> I don't even weigh that much now. I'm not judging you. Fuck you. T- <laughs> <laughs> you don't know shit about me. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. The COVID thing, and then you know. No, no, you're fine. Working in a business. Anyway, we, why are we talking about my health? Yeah. I don't even like me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Punish yourself until you get... Look, when you exactly. get rich, you can afford to buy new shelves. I
0: shelters. can hate myself in more luxurious ways. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I've never even been to rehab. <laughs> well, so disappointing. We need to make the big bucks first, and then you can get there. Yeah. But, um Yeah. We don't want to talk about AI, too hypey, blockchain, all that kind of stuff. No. What do you think about blockchain? Oh, it's very hyped at the
0: moment, isn't it? Did you cross it off right there on that well, list?
1: Yeah, well, we just started talking
0: oh, about it. Oh, right. That. Okay. I thought you were saying we're done. <laughs> <laughs> well. Was that a good segue? Did you like that?
1: Oh, pretty good. Yeah, I killed the, <laughs> killed the transition. <laughs> we'll recover, though. But too many, too many people talking about the blockchain. There's a you remember how
0: hyped it used to be? Blockchain used to be the thing.
1: I remember we used to
0: go to meetups and like people would be, go up to the front and like start talking about their blockchain startup. Yep. And you just have to like ask why? Like why are you using this as a database? Like this is private information. Wouldn't what, Postgres fit this
1: better? Why don't we have blockchain in our app? That's what I want. That's my question. Yeah,
0: that's what the investors are asking. Do you think where's our AI? Where's our blockchain? Are investors more or less likely to invest in your product now that now with blockchain being where it is? I
1: reckon is. there'd be investors out there just ready to jump on anything with blockchain.
0: Really? I still? Yeah. To this day.
1: Especially the past few months with all the stuff that's been happening with Bitcoin and Tesla and Elon Musk and.
2: But
0: that's. That,
1: that's there's the people talking about crypto. Those
0: coins. What else is there? There's nothing else other than coins on blockchain. NFTs. Sorry, anyone who yeah, NFTs are still garbage. Yeah. owning something digital like what are you DRM what are you like what are you doing I, I don't understand DRM? uh is it DRM sorry maybe it's not what's that thing you used to get on video games like the old cds to prevent you from like copying it
2: uh-huh. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. like the pri- the pirating pr- anti-piracy pr- yeah. whatever that is yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah like they if you can't own something on the internet you like it's just fake internet points that's fine. If someone wants to make money that way, that's fine. Yeah. I don't respect you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a leech on society, but that's fine.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Too much hype around cryptocurrency at the moment, all that kind of stuff.
0: It's not good for the environment either. Why are, you, why are you taking all the GPUs? Well, the phone, Stuffing yeah, in the warehouse. And that's the
1: other thing. People need GPUs to play their games.
0: I can't even play Skyrim inexpensively anymore because of how expensive all the GPUs are.
1: And uh, even the automotive industry is suffering. They can't get enough silicon for their cars. Yeah, what the heck? We need the silicon in the stuff we need, not in the. Stop
0: being so silly. We need the (laughs) silicon. Get off the blockchain! Stop it.
1: (laughs) I I think that's enough.
0: No, but there were so many ideas. I remember. What? uh, I remember people like not even technical people would come to me and like pitch their blockchain ideas.
1: Oh, give me some examples.
0: I remember. Oh, I don't want to. No, I'm worried people are going to recognize themselves. Ah, okay. never, mind, never, mind, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. All the blockchain ideas anyone. you've
1: ever been pitched have been great.
0: That's right. Yes, <laughs> very good. However, the ones I haven't been pitched that I've just been thinking about were really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I like. I've had uh, the chief data officer of a company I work for pitch blockchain for a private system. It doesn't doesn't make sense. When Postgres. Yeah, just use Postgres. <laughs> you can put Postgres in a private sub- VPC. <laughs> Do you know that? Or a private subnet. There's no, no reason for all this blockchain garbage.
1: But what if you want to expose the ledger for other people to use?
0: Then uh, add a JSON API.
1: Ah, there you go. <laughs> oh, fuck. I <I've> solved it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what if you want to make sure it's not changed? Uh, just protect the database, I guess. That's about it. Make a copy.
2: Mm.
1: What if you want a distributed ledger, but like a distributed Postgres? Uh,
0: just add a uh, sharding uh, extension to Postgres. But what if you want
1: to give the ownership of that shard to someone else?
0: I don't know. Like rethink your life choices at that point. I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you even saying? <laughs> I want someone else to own this how do I build
1: a? How do I build blockchain without building blockchain? That's None of to.
0: these things make any sense. That's true. You don't own digital anything. Silly. Your Bitcoin wallet's going to get stolen. Well,
1: that's another issue. I bought some Dogecoin just as a meme, like.
0: No, you wanted the. Do- I, no, don't. no,
1: I just bought some just for the meme, like.
0: You were st- secretly thinking, "I'm going to make forty grand off these." It was. Li- I was
1: literally <laughs> gambling. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You might as well have just gone to the casino. It's
1: Would a, have enjoyed it more. Well, this is a bit more fun, I think. Yeah, for me, like, yeah. Just to just to watch
0: it, yeah. That's true. Just I gambled for the first time, uh, like. Two weeks ago, it was just dis- <laughs> so dissatisfying. did you enjoy
1: it? No. Uh, did you lose? Uh, you got a win.
0: No, That's we what, won. Yeah. Oh, you won. You yeah, didn't yeah. like it. I think I've won like $400. Oh, wow. And it was so disappointing. Uh,
1: what did you gamble on? Pokies. Oh, okay. We should go to the casino one day.
0: It's so boring. I hate it. Let's go in for a walk one day. <laughs> the start. Yeah. Oh, anyway, we're, we're going we, way off track. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> when we, uh, maybe if we make some money, we'll go. Gamble it. Look, I hate casinos. Yeah. I
0: hate blockchain. <laughs> I hate AI. CSS. CSS is alright. Okay. Actually, I love CSS. The more, the better it gets.
1: Well, it's part of web.
0: You know why? It's probably because I know it. That's it's, right. Yeah. <laughs> if I probably would have loved the Apple stuff if I start, started with Apple apps. That's right. It's just what you're comfortable with. That's right. I'm not comfortable. with... Blockchain is scary. It, you know, it's like uh, I, I'm blockchain phobic.
1: But if someone got you to build a good blockchain one day, you might be like, oh, blockchain's actually pretty good.
0: No, I don't think so.
1: You might build your own Ethereum
0: blockchain. That sounds really good. I think that has a lot of use for society. (laughs) I'd find a lot of value out of doing that.
1: Next startup, maybe.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. All right. Very good episode.
1: Well, I think we covered everything. Everything that I
0: hate, we've covered today. Tune in next week. Find out other things that I can rant about <laughs> without knowing anything about, like blockchain.
1: I like how we've got no idea on any of this <laughs> stuff. and we, uh, we just like, yeah, hang shit on it.
0: But anyway. What do you mean? We know everything we about d- it. Well,
1: we know a fair we bit. We do all the research. Come here if you want to get the most up-to-date blockchain research on everything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We're actually professors of computer science at uh, MIT, believe it or not.
1: It's clearly stated on the podcast to uneducated people. It's, on, it's on my
0: blockchain ledger. is that how it works yeah oh yeah great
1: we need to distribute it everywhere that's the way it works
0: well uh, you can tune in on Wednesdays we publish these episodes uh, sometimes and uh, check us out Uh, give us a rating on the Apple uh, App app Store the Apple iTunes thing yeah the App Store yeah love a rating talk
1: to us on Discord and yeah get on the Discord say hello
2: All right. love you bye bye bye